a college basketball bubble can work. Brad Underwood has had his Illini in a quasi-bubble this summer. They had a positive COVID test. They moved on. They survived. And it shows maybe an example of what college basketball can do later this fall. And a bubble is what will keep the college basketball season moving forward. NBA proved it. WNBA proved it. TBT proved it. It's going to save 2020, 2021. All right, that's Scott Ritchie, basketball beat writer, today's Inside Illini podcast. He'll explain his bubble theory, talk recruiting, and talk about a new walk-on on Brad Underwood's team. Come back after these messages. Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Happy first day of classes, Scott Ritchie. For everybody, but not not me. When was your last day at Eastern Illinois? Uh, sometime in December of 2008. Hmm. So my last final and graduated. It's a long time ago, Scotty. It's almost 12 years. Yeah. And you haven't got a haircut since. It looks like. <laughs> Uh, Get it cut, artists. I mean, if you just keep comparing me to like legendary NBA players, I'll never get it cut. Julius, exactly. No, I mean at this point, I, I won't, just because it's become a thing now. World B Richie. <laughs> uh, I'm going old school on you, Scott. Yeah, and I'm gonna bet not a lot of our listeners remember World B Free. Mm, one of my favorite players. Of all time. I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News, old, 55, right? So that's my, I'm in the Dave Bing, Bob Lanier era, all right? That's when I first started pretending I was an NBA player in my bedroom, shooting the Nerf hoop, that big left-handed hoop. Bob Lanier had really big feet. His uh, <laughs> his shoes were on a train, in fact, that went around the country. To, they were so big. They were part of a showcase. Did you know that? I did not. Whipper snapper. The the Shaquille O'Neal of his time. Yes. That's Scott Ritchie, basketball beat writer with the long hair. Uh, If you follow us on Snapchat, and who doesn't, uh, you'll see a picture of Scott and all that hair. He last got it cut in February. Hard to imagine. Yeah, I mean, I haven't gone this long without a haircut since I was in college. My freshman year at Eastern. Didn't get a cut the entire time I was in Charleston. Hmm. Anyway, first day of classes at Illinois today. 
if you go to newsgazette.com, and I'd urge you to do that too, check out our drone tour, our drone video of campus that Anthony Zillis put together over the last couple of weeks. Spectacular. A lot of new buildings. I'm surprised you can fly a drone with so many apartment buildings <laughs> along Green Street nowadays. It just makes it you know, more of a challenge for Anthony. Yeah, it does. Zigzag in between the skyscraper, the quote-unquote skyscrapers. Skyscrapers right. for Champaign County. Did that? you go to a rager this weekend at the... Uh, Lambda Chi House, well, the former Lambda Chi House, not even there anymore. Um, the house is there, but the Lambda Chi's aren't there. One, it's been a while since I've been to, uh, quote unquote, again, Rager. <laughs> um, and two, I wouldn't do that. It's not responsible. By all accounts, I drove through campus on Friday night uh, with the wife and looking for, you know, mass chaos. First night of a beautiful night, first weekend back, and there was none. Good. But Saturday night, I heard from some friends that there were some ragers on campus. Yeah, well, that was probably going to happen. I don't know if you can keep college-age students from doing those kinds of things, but hopefully good judgment, good decision-making wins out. Great story by Scott Ritchie in the Sunday News Gazette. It's now online if you want to take a gander. Big headline. Bubble talk, all right? Usually that's the talk about if you're going to make the tournament or not. Not this time. Bubbles have taken on just a whole new right. life. That was your nickname in college, in fact, Bubbles. That was neat. I didn't know about that. Okay. I don't even know where to go from there. We'll just keep moving on. Awkward segue to... Bubbles. <laughs> weird. You are weird. Anyway, bubble talk... Not about the 69th team on the list, but well, about what the Big Ten might just do. Well, in all of college basketball, really. Um, and the fact that bubble have worked for the TBT, are still working for the NBA and the WNBA, uh, that's probably the best way to put together a, a basketball season. Um, it'll look different in college basketball. It won't just be one Location for 357 teams. That's um, impossible. I'll, I'll just go ahead and say that. But I think you could see bubbles pop up maybe in that late November through sort of mid-January window uh, to get maybe both some non-conference games and maybe you know the start of conference play. And obviously conferences like the Big Ten and the rest of the basketball power six – can can do that a little easier than say the Southland or the Mac with two A's, maybe the Mac with one A. But I think that's where you could maybe see the NCAA step in because they have well, they are incentivized for an NCAA tournament to happen. For that to happen, teams have to play games before that, and I think maybe you'll see that the smaller conferences get a a helping hand to maybe you know make something of a season work. Anyway, there's there's optimism for college basketball as a whole that maybe you haven't felt or didn't feel about college football. All right, uh, Illinois basketball, you write, operated in a quasi-bubble uh, this summer, uh, returning to campus practice. And here's what Underwood told you in your Sunday story. Have we had a positive test? Yes. Did the guys go to quarantine? 
Yes. I chose not to shut the program down, Underwood said, but use it as an educational piece. Guys know what quarantine is like. Guys know if you test positive what is going to happen. We have living proof of that. When you do things right, we've had a great month. Yeah, and he also said that it's and several people you know, I spoke with and other things I read, it's naive to think if a, a season happens, there won't be a, t- a positive test somewhere or, mul- or multiple places. But then it comes down to having the protocol in place to deal with that so it doesn't impact an entire program or an entire conference. And, again, that's where the bubble really comes into play if, you know, they do what the TBT did, and that was a short two-week window. It went to one place. Everybody played. They ran a tournament. Single elimination, so obviously it would be different. Um, I think you could get a group of college basketball teams together like that and find a location geographically suited to those teams and pull off a two-week stretch of basketball where teams play four, five, six games maybe. Then take a little break, do it again. I mean, it's it's certainly possible. And the fact that, you know, at Thanksgiving, universities pretty much countrywide are going to go online only through that break, Christmas break, et cetera, it works because you can do your online classes anywhere. And really, I mean, college as a whole, like, it's not – maybe fully online, but it's certainly there's more online opportunities than even when I was uh, in college. So the educational piece, the academic piece is still there, but you salvage a basketball season, which I think is a win-win. All right, where do you take the Big Ten teams? Where, where's the bubble? Is it Indianapolis? Is it is it Chicago? Is it uh, Pasodum? Probably not Pasodum. I okay. don't know if they have the basketball or lodging facilities to make that happen. Um, I think there's there's options. I mean, the discussion of uh, an NCAA tournament happening happening next spring at some point, a lot of talk that Indianapolis would be the, the place to do it because you have in Indianapolis alone, Banker's Life Fieldhouse where the Pacers play, you have Hinkle on the Butler campus, you have IUPUI's arena, and then several of the largest high school gyms in the country are in Indiana, plus University of Indiana, plus Purdue, uh, Fort Wayne even. There's where? Fort Wayne. It's a little, a little further north than I would prefer, but mm. it's just go north on 65, and it's not that long of a trip. 69. Get it straight. Get your interstates right. That's right. All right. Sorry. Get your Ram McNally out, kids. <laughs> Again, there's one Ram McNally sold every year to Jim Rosso. Um Anyway, so that's an option, but, and I'm going to have a column in tomorrow's News Gazette, Tuesday's News Gazette, kind of detailing an idea like I've had for how you put the other season. Well, spill the beans. Treat your podcast audience with there's some a exclusive bubble, content. There's a bubble location that would make some sense, both maybe for Big Ten play and maybe a non-conference bubble, mm-hmm. where you utilize the Sears Center in Hoffman Estates an all-state arena in Rosemont. That's two legitimate arenas. Maybe not the best. Maybe not the newest. 
but with lots of hotel options, full-service hotels, in fact. And you don't have to contend with you know, being in the actual city of Chicago where if things stay the same, if you go there from somewhere that's a hotspot, you have to quarantine for two weeks. Bad idea. All right, hold that column. Why is that a bad idea? Why are you playing in – you can do that in Champagne. One need, there's one gym. There's oven. They won't play. They won't play in a practice facility. Why not? You're not having fans. Doesn't matter. You don't need arenas. They, I can find. You've been to Combs Gym. Sweet. That's just it. it won't happen. Like, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. It's, right. it's, it, they won't. I would avoid the whole Chicago area. Come on. It's not Chicago. It's a suburb. It's, it's Chicago. Go down to Charleston. They got some gyms. As the NBA bubble has proven, you don't need, you know, seating. Yeah. Right? You just need proper dimensions. They're also playing some of those games in, like, full-scale arenas. You realize that? Just because they have the virtual crowd set up and, you know, kind of set up where it doesn't look like it's a giant arena. It still is. Same with, I mean, TBT. They set it up so on TV it doesn't look like baseball does where you can Mm -hmm. tell there's no people in a... 45,000 seat venue. All right. I guess I'm still looking neutral sites to your neutral sites to your Tuesday column. Why not? Right. So, I mean, I'd say I wouldn't write it just because of that poor reaction, but I got got a bubble. It's got to be quick, right? It's got to be six weeks, eight weeks without the students on school. If if that's what you're trying to fill, that NBA has kind of hinted it's not going to start December. Yeah. First. So you have basketball you TV. to yourself. Yeah, you got TV to yourself. I mean, I don't see college sports doing eight weeks at a time. I think they'll probably do shorter stints in a bubble somewhere. All right, just pick. Here's what I would do. Pick a hundred. What's a good divide? 128 teams. All right, no offense to the, the other 200 that play Division One ball. But it goes 64 times two, right? That's your tournament. Play a couple of warm-up games. Play five, you know, play-in games. Then just go all tournament. Do it. You can pull that off in, hum- in so is that, six weeks. Is right? that your – that's just the, that's the season? That's it. You know, again, no offense to Eastern and Western and those schools. Pick your best 128. Who picks that? Who Smart folks around this country. The hit, plug I mean, them into the computer. I'll pick. Yeah, plug them in. Be, it'd be spectacular. Maybe have a, and here's what I would do. Have a double elimination tournament. So if you lose that opening round game, you're still alive like the old state championship softball tournaments used to play in. You can come through the loser's bracket. It's a lot of work. Yeah, but man, it's a lot of TV and it's a lot of games. And it can be done. Well, I'm... There's your column for Tuesday, Scott Ritchie. Nah. <laughs> I just think <laughs> even as many games as that would be, and I won't do the math now because I'm not good at math anymore, but I don't think from a TV's per- perspective it's as many games as they're going to want. I think there's a way to put together some form of a season playing November through January in various bubbles and then do it again and put together an actual NCAA tournament. 
All right, there you go. Scott Ritchie breaking it down. Uh, Isles back in town. Uh, all good? I saw you talk to him, too, for sh- your Sunday story. Yeah, well, that was part of a a longer conversation from back when he announced he was coming back to Illinois. Um, but, yeah, he got in his first workout here this past week, and the way Brad Underwood phrased it, like, the team is finally whole. It had been, you know, sometime since, well, last March, really, since they had, you know, the entirety of a team, you know, together. Um, that also includes some walk-ons. There's some walk-on news. A new walk-on, in fact, that they haven't announced yet, but you know, he is on campus. Post for a photo with Adam Miller in Champaign somewhere. Um, Edgar Padilla Jr., he's... Also from Puerto Rico, grew up playing against Andre Curbelo. And then the, the connections come with his dad, Edgar Padilla, obviously. Um, played at UMass for John Calipari on the Final Four team that I guess still technically a Final Four team, even though the, the banners have come down. Um, in fact, was their starting point guard, led the team in assists that year. But he was the one that got Andre Curbelo to Long Island Lutheran sort of set him down that path. You know, the, Edgar Padilla Sr. His son uh, did play uh, at least a bit of time in the U.S. at the McDuffie School for high school. Um, and that's in Granby, Massachusetts. But he's represented Puerto Rico on the international stage. Did so last summer at the Central Basket uh, for FIBA tournament that's basically just Central American countries. So He's got a little international experience. Just gives him another guard. Maybe gives Andre Curbelo, like a guy he knows, on the roster. So that make, that's four total walk-ons. Including, I mean, Tyler Underwood is back for his sixth year. Got that, that opportunity. Obviously, Fisher's own Zach Griffith. And there's another freshman walk-on uh, from St. Rita, 6'8 forward, Connor Servin. So they've got the, the full complement of walk-ons again. I'm all about walk-ons. I'm good with that. You were kind of a walk-on here. You got a scholarship eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eventually. <laughs> it's like I feel I still feel like it's partial. I don't know. <laughs> uh, good to know Edgar Padilla. That's old school. Remember him? Yeah, he's really good. I'm all about bringing in kids of former players. Yeah, because I mean, rarely do they disappoint. Well, I mean they. Grew up around the game. I mean, Andre Curbelo is Michael that Jordan's family, maybe a little, but that that's, well, a, that's that, a tough, that's yeah, a tall order. Really big shoes to right. to fill to follow there. And I mean, Marcus Jordan, you know, had you know a pretty pretty good career at UCF. So still, um, yeah, coaches' kids, players' kids, it, it tends to work. You know, pretty well. All right. Are uh, the folks on Brad Underwood's team going to class today? Have they been told, hey, players, take it virtually? I need to know this, Scott. Do you, do you have an answer? You look dumbfounded. Well, because I... Well, figure it out. You're the beat writer. It's a, I right. mean, I would imagine it's like 
most college students at the University of Illinois where there's some in-person classes, but a good chunker. That's what I'm asking you to find Virtually out. only. Have the basketball players been told, hey. And then the you got your graduates who, like Tyler Underwood, is grad school. I'd say a lot of uh, online classes. That's right. just the way they tend to work. Figure that out by Sunday's paper, if you don't mind. Okay. okay. You got a few days. You got a few days. Okay. Okay. Right. What else going on with the uh, Illini? Uh, I mean, again, August isn't, uh, say, the, the busiest month ever, especially once classes start. Basketball, at least for the first couple weeks, tends to trend downward a little bit in terms of activity. Um, workout-wise, Illinois is still going to just go with small groups here for the next couple weeks as classes you know, get going you know, before they move into more contact and you know, maybe some actual five-on-five efforts. Uh, so on Twitter on Sunday, they ended their workout, at least the big men did, with uh, dodgeball. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Um, kind of in the more Big Ten realm, some interesting news today. Okay. Um, Michigan might lose another coach to the NBA. Juwan Howard has sort of popped up on various coaching openings. The 76ers, perhaps. So, uh, that would be interesting. Of course, there's a ready-made replacement who happens to, as the Athletics Brendan Quinn point out, still have a home in Ann Arbor and doesn't have a job and did pretty well at Michigan and it's John Beeline. <laughs> so, I mean, who, I, it's 2020, so anything is possible. But that'd be, it's... Something to follow in the Big Ten. Um, and then kind of on the recruiting front, uh, we talked a lot about Bryce Hopkins being back on the market. We'll see how much longer that actually happens. Uh, Kentucky is going full bore, just offered him. Ooh. And Why did you tell me that? Just because it's, it's new. It's news. Does Kentucky still have that poll they had five years ago, though? It doesn't seem like it. Yes, and... Mostly yes, but maybe okay. a little no. Uh, right. They've missed out on several of their targets so far right. in the 2021 class. Um, Duke is, seems like the uh, bigger threat than Kentucky used to be. Is if Kentucky offered you, you're done. Yeah, you're there. I mean, one of the Kentucky's guys I wanted, Paolo Banchero from Washington, just committed to Duke. So that's Kentucky's offered a couple. Like they've only offered eight total guys in the class so far. I mean. That's so they're still Kentucky because they can swoop in late and still get a guy. But so they offered Bryce Hopkins already has multiple crystal ball picks for Kentucky in his recruitment, and um, they offered Hunter Salas. He's a five-star point guard out of Nebraska who cut his list this weekend, not including Nebraska because he's really good. Doesn't want to play for the home state as it apparently seems so interesting to watch but Illinois is not out of the picture for Bryce Hopkins because he hasn't committed anywhere else yet but the uh the competition just got a little stiffer all right uh, what else you got before I let you go Scotty come on again that's that's it it's August there's it's the the, the dog days of college basketball are August because I mean in a normal year there's no AU and things do ramp down with classes starting. But 
We should know in approximately three weeks-ish whether the season will start on time. That's going to be at least the first decision made by the NCAA in mid-September. So we'll have a better idea of what a potential 2020-2021 season will look like uh, here pretty shortly. I got one more for you then, since you have nothing new. The NBA uh, lottery was last week, and with it came a bunch of mock drafts. And I'm still, I can't believe I.O. couldn't crack the first round, having seen the names, the no-names that are on that first-round mock draft. Well, they're not. How is that possible? They're not no-names if you follow (laughs) college basketball. What are you saying? I'm just saying it's been 20 years since you were on the beat. (laughs) I mean, there's some names people probably don't recognize because they play in Europe, but that's always the case. It's, I mean... Io spent from late April to early August getting information and feedback from NBA organizations, and he chose to come back to Illinois. So I think, it, at least in his opinion, it just was they weren't interested enough, maybe in him. So he'll try again in twenty twenty one, which is a deeper draft. This is an awful draft. Well, there's no clear guys really could point out and say, okay, that's a multi-year all-star down the road. Lots of really good players that I like. But maybe no franchise-type players. All right, Scott Richie, you're off the hook for a week. Get a haircut, right? Sharpen up a little bit. Won't do that. Um Follow uh, the NBA as it goes into round two. Loving that a lot. Yeah. And can't wait for college basketball to do the same thing. How about that? Yeah, I'm, I mean, NBA has been really good. Yep. But I'm I'm, I'm a college basketball guy, All right. as it turns out. Hey, well, why is Kendrick Nunn and Myers Leonard not playing? I don't either. Know, I don't know if there's a good question to that. Like, okay. Eric Spolster just decided to change his rotation and benched two guys that have played an awful lot of basketball. All right. Well, they're winning, so I guess, I guess it's working. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of Illinois fans I know are bummed. Playoff basketball, things are Ed Bonkant is just he's beside himself lately. And there's nothing worse than a grumpy podcast producer. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, playoff basketball you shorten your rotation and Spolstra really shortened it. Yeah, he did. But anyway. Uh, I guess it's worked. All right, follow along with Richie every morning 6 a.m. on HQ.com every day. He's got basketball news. Click on it. Enjoy it. Email him. He'll uh, chase any tips that you might have. Scotty, we'll see you next week.